Hello and welcome back to the Fox Woody Podcast. We are. Oh, thank you. I'm sorry. I said, oh, thank you. Hello, hello to you too. <laughs> yeah, we're finally back. We had to take a couple weeks off because of personal reasons, and Important the show was bad. <laughs> so I thought the show was good. That's my excuse. But we're yeah, back before true. the finale. We had to come back before the finale so that people can be prepared. So I'm here. We got a three-man pod going to mimic the three-man or three-people final tribal, I guess. We That's are the final tribal. That voice that you to. just heard, that beautiful, angelic voice, he always promises Bradford. he'll take you to the final three. It's Levi Bradford! <laughs> um, so glad oh. you're here. Uh, our host disappeared, it's so I'll gone? introduce myself. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for I'm Levi to say something, to be... <laughs> but he didn't say anything. No, the other oh. voice you hear, who you hear every week on this podcast, he gives immunity idols to all of his friends. It's Tyler B. Commons! <laughs> so essentially, <sighs> he's the giving. worst Survivor player ever. We'll talk about that later. So we got six people left. We got six people left on our... <laughs> On our fantasy teams, too, obviously. Wait, wait. One more time? <laughs> Just do it again? So, here's what we got. We have one person on two teams and two people on the other two teams. So This is for our fantasy survivor, Yeah, this correct? is our fantasy survivor, because that's more important than the actual show. Because um, we have one million and one dollars riding on our game. So, Ty... Guess who Ty has? Same name. Ty. I got my good buddy, Ty. That's all you got, your last pick. How do you feel? You know, um, at this point, I'm just hoping he makes it to top three and gets me some points. Uh, But he's got two idols, so I feel pretty good. Maybe he'll give them both away. And Jordan also has one person left. Can we get a special uh, guest appearance, or is she nowhere to be found? No, absolutely not. No, she refuses. (laughs) All she's got is Brad. Tell us how she feels. Speak for speak for your woman since this is um, 2017. She feels. I love my husband. He's so cute. <laughs> That's it. That's all she has to say. <laughs> that was not worth it. Uh, Levi has two people left. He's got Heck Sari yeah. and Troyzan. How are you feeling? Your first pick and your last pick. That's all you got. Neither of them. I feel very good about. I I don't think there's much of a chance of either of them winning. All right, was that the end of your sentence? That was a really odd vocal pattern to end uh, a <laughs> sentence on. Sorry, I like to I like to throw away all the all the normal cues. Sari was that... his first pick. Troyzan was his last pick. In case I didn't make that clear, and all I've got is my first pick, Aubrey, because guaranteed final six. It was obviously. such a mistake. <laughs> and Sarah, who's gonna win? So I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, the standings are really tight. Ties in first, 99. Jordan's in second, 90. I'm in third, 88. Levi's in last, 84. We're all within 15 points with the last show. So I think it's going to be exciting. Yeah, I'm definitely ready for multi-tribal councils, idols, tie crying, Sarah stabbing somebody. I'm ready for it all to take place. Officer Sarah. So before we get to the final six, let's briefly talk about the double episode last week maybe anything we missed the last few weeks that has stuck out to our uh, distinguished co-hosts here but 
I mean, for me, the biggest thing was Andrea getting voted out this yeah. last week because I think she was the biggest threat other than Sarah to win. So what do you guys think last couple of weeks? I, well, one, I agree with you. I think uh, Andrea getting voted out pretty much solidified Sarah's place as the obvious champion here. I So really quick on that note, I want to read an uh, uh, entry from a Reddit user um, who is appropriately named Aubrey Was Robbed. Uh, this uh, this Reddit user says, uh, I'm not knocking the game, but Sarah uh, Sarah's clearly playing a great game, being the right side of the vote every time, orchestrating blind sides and such. But I'm I'm knocking the lack of personality and the fact that despite seeing so much of her ep- every episode, we as viewers are still unable to connect to her or feel involved in some kind of story. Um, what are what are y'all's thoughts on on that that user's take on the Sarah connection? I should point out. Aubrey was robbed on Reddit is not me. <laughs> mine is Aubrey was robbed and I love her. That's mine. I think that I don't know. I can kind of connect with Sarah. Like she's a guarded person, obviously. Mm-hmm. But oh, here we go. I think. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just I think she's played a good game and like that is her personality. You don't have to have yeah. like the big out there personality in people's face like yeah, to have right. a personality. Here's the I think we problem. can if Sarah personality, no personality, whatever. She's the she's the clear favorite. The real problem yeah. is the other five people nothing there's nothing there. Like there's no rival to her, there's no big personality left really. Mm-hmm. Like it's Troyzan who's kind of been in the background the whole game. Ty who's been clueless the whole game. Aubrey who has been on the wrong side of pretty much every vote Sari who is heartwarming and inspiring i guess sometimes but doesn't seem Not like very... she's done that much yeah uh, and brad i guess is the most interesting of the other five but i don't really know what he has done to earn a lot of votes given that his entire alliance is basically on the jury now yeah i think his entire game was sierra and when Sierra voted out, he was pretty much done. So, how about Michaela? What did you guys think of that vote? Um, I don't... I wish I understood what exactly happened at Tribal with Sari trying to play the advantage, which she was not allowed to do. Yeah. And she was going to take Sarah's vote. So, what did what had they decided pre-Tribal Council? Fun note that I stumbled across in my research this week, by the way. Troyzan was apparently the one who actually ensured that Sari didn't get to play that because apparently Jeff thought Sari could actually use it out of the gate. And Sarah was like, no, it's non-transferable. And Jeff was kind of hesitant, I guess. And then Troyzan said something along the lines of non-transferable does mean non-transferable. So he might have uh, saved Ty and gotten... Michaela voted out but to answer your question I think I read an interview with Michaela she sort of describes it as Sari tried to make a big move it blew up in her face and Michaela ended up being guilty by association because yeah. no one wanted to vote out Sari because she's not going to win a challenge anyway yeah I I didn't I didn't see the the vote for Michaela coming at all I didn't hear anyone talking about voting Michaela out but I I was mostly confused by why Sari thought 
this was like this is a great idea to, for my friendship with Sarah to steal her vote and then use it for her own good because Sarah won't listen. The logic wasn't really there. No, I, I agree. It didn't. It didn't make sense. She said, "This person's got to trust me," but that's because she saw that people were gunning for Sarah, maybe, and Sarah was going to take out someone else. I don't. I didn't understand. It was like redirecting. To basically say, no, this isn't you making another move. This is me. It's kind of what it felt like. She was, she kind of felt right. like she was being left behind, and she had to make a move to cement, like, oh, I'm here because I'm a great social player and I'm great at reading people. You know. And I think mm-hmm. she was hoping they tried to edit it this way to make it look like if she didn't save Sarah, Sarah would have gotten voted out. I think it's clear that might that wouldn't have happened based off what ended up happening. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. no one ended up voting for Sarah. Apparently, I read, Michaela said that it was almost unanimous, let's vote Aubrey out, up until five minutes before they left the beach. Whoa! Because I think what Aubrey did is she said, guys, you can't vote me out. I'm smart, I'm funny, I'm beautiful. I'm going to stay. And they were like, you know what, you're right, we're sorry. No, Taylor, that's why you didn't vote for her. That's why you're trying to marry her. I love her I did. recurring Twitter meme of her just with bad hair. With a huge hair. It's amazing. It is pretty good. No, but did you notice in Tribal when everyone was standing up chatting, like, she literally just pulled her buff over her face and just sat there because she's like, I guess she's that far on the bottom. Like, I don't she's think lost. she's going to make well, it through the next episode. So let's talk about Aubrey because I think, I, I, do you guys have any any more thoughts on the last few weeks of, survivor or no no it... none whatsoever <laughs> never look back that's just what hours I say. of always... our life wasted we have no thoughts about it always look forward well here's the thing I, I just let's talk about these six let's go through each of them i think aubrey is probably a good place to start because i personally have her sixth out of six with chances of winning here as she moved past high i guess i don't know i guess they're they're t5 Okay, but the thing with Aubrey is, she even basically admitted this on Twitter. She posted a picture of all of her alliance members from her two seasons, just with like skulls or X's through them, and basically showing every time she's tried to unite with somebody, they've gotten voted out, and she's just not done well with it. Mm-hmm. And frankly, like I said with Brad earlier about being on the wrong side of a lot of votes aubrey has been out of the loop or on the bottom or just on the wrong side of almost every vote the entire time i mean she's still here but there's almost no argument for her winning and i think she knows that too that's why she's posting sort of hopeless memes about it so i i kind of feel like she has no chance so i wanted to start with her can, while we're talking about Aubrey, can we talk about this quote from Jeff Probst? Um, he was talking with Entertainment Weekly, and they asked him, let's start with the most pressing question first. What is the feeling when you see Aubrey Bracco running full steam towards you in bear hug mode after winning an immunity challenge? And did you start to have finale flashbacks of kissing Bandit Dawson running through your head? And Jeff Probst says, she got out of her stance quickly, had a great stride, driving her knees and using her arms very well. I was tracking her from the first steps and knew she was going to be at full speed when she collided into me. I stabilized my core, 
while trying to act casual as she wrapped her arms around me. I'd give it a solid eight on the hug scale. <laughs> what is he, a robot? <laughs> Jeff Probst is absolutely a robot. That sounds like a robot trying to describe human movement and feeling. I felt he has to love. be a robot. Otherwise, he would just fall in love with Aubrey right there, and you guys would have to fight to the death. I mean, I so. did. I'm actually I'm disappointed I didn't mention her winning immunity because that was one of my favorite moments of the season because it's been a struggle for our fantasy team, you know? Like, she's not done well. She hasn't gotten a lot of points for me. And to, to see her, you know, make me drafting her worth it was really just a beautiful moment for all of us involved with the team. All your managers and coaches and yeah, draft I mean, analytics. Management, business, player, just everything. It was it all came together in that moment. <laughs> and she set the record, so that you know, she crushed that challenge and she's well deserving. But I'm gonna also I don't know if I have her in I guess now that we're down to a final six and you can kind of see who people want to take it's a final tribal with them. You could make an argument that she has less of a chance than Ty, but it's so hard to say definitively, like, she's number six out of six, you know? He's got the idols. He does, but he can only play those to get to top four. And if the jury or if all the other survivors on the island view that as, like, man, he managed to dodge votes and hang out with these idols for how 30 days or whatever. I mean, that can bolster his argument uh, and maybe get him off the bottom. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm arguing for right now. I'm just talking through something. <laughs> how do you, what do you, how do you feel about Ty's idol hoarding Levi? Well, I, I think this conversation comes down to whether or not we think they're being honest in their preview of the final episode, because if, in the preview, they definitely depict Ty as giving away his idols to show some sort of friendship and alliance and then screwing it up royally um, because it's that it will end up being one of the worst moves I've ever seen in Survivor if he does because he has such a straight shot to the final four. Um, I, I think if he doesn't actually end up giving away his idols and it's not as screwed up as they make it out to be, then... Uh, those idols would be really useful for him and all he needs is one other person he needs to get to the final four and then make friends with sarah and say hey but i'll cole pepper because he's he can definitely like win uh if you're if you're in the final three together or something i think you then all ty has to do is pit two strong people against each other and he is an easy bring to the final three because he did it before got to the final three and completely had no chance at all I think they'll mm-hmm. probably see that again um, and see Ty as an opportunity. If he makes it to the final four, like he's supposed to with his idols, they'll see it as an opportunity to have one less person to compete with in the you final about three. about the edit tricking us, though. There have been so many instances this season of a vote happening and then us turning to each other and just saying, the editors tricked us. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, yeah. It happens so often that it's really frustrating, and I feel like they're... Do they not trust the game being good enough on its own anymore like i don't understand yeah there there's a whole nother level in which like we're not like we as people who talk about survivor are no longer just concerned with the relationship between the players but we're also very concerned with the relationship that we as the viewers have to the people who edit this show um and i i don't 
I don't know of any other show that we have this kind of connection with, but I I don't I don't like it. I don't like the the way that we can't really deduce anything that we are being played with as viewers. Um, mm-hmm. I think it 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 kind of feels slightly Truman Showish, where we realize like we are part of the show or something. But well, I would rather just spend my my energy like actually focusing on the the relationships between the players. And, and that part of it becomes magnified and and worse when the relationships between the players are as strained as they have been this year, like up to even before the Varner Zeke stuff, people have really seemed to just dislike each other as people this season. Mm -hmm. Even last week, Brad was saying, I will never speak to Michaela again after this or something like that. And Mm -hmm. it's just so different. Like the millennials versus Gen X season was it was so striking how much fun everyone seemed to be having. Yeah. And we've talked to people from that season who legitimately do seem like they had a fun time. And this season just seems like we're game changers, we're out for blood, and we're all just... Ugh. It, it just has been kind of a gross... It's just been like a dark season almost. It's like, yeah. the, it's like the community gas leak season of Survivor. Ooh. I think you definitely hit on it. I think everyone is out there with the the mindset of game changer, not like friend maker or you know right. like alliance builder. You know, like yeah, they're out there. And if you win a season, we always have to remember. And I think um, Sunday did a great job reminding of this. Like, you don't go out there unless you're trying to win a million dollars, right? There's no point in going out unless you're Johnny Fairplay, which is just stupid. But you don't go out there without the goal of winning a million dollars. And I think these people, um, because they're on their second, third, or even fourth try out there, they um, they just feel that extra pressure. So if someone's getting in their way, it's like, oh, chop the head off. Mm-hmm. Cut them loose. We don't need them anymore. And that right, leads yeah. to a lack of coherent strategy when every tribal is just, we're going to make a big move. And there's no... Well, like, yeah, even, yeah, even Jeff pointed that out in this last one. He said... Um, I don't have the quote written down, but I just watched it. And he's like, is the tribe being run off of fear right now rather than off of alliances? And I think that's what it is. Everybody's so scared that they could be next on the chopping block that you you can't trust anybody. And there's not been a cohesive group that's been able to work together longer than, what, one vote? Maybe, maybe Brad had a little team in the beginning of the season. But other than that, it kind of seems like everything's erupted each week so yeah let's use that as a jumping off point for this final four because i mean there's no it's just crazy we're looking at these six and there's no there's no groups in here to even delineate but i mean we talked about ty and aubrey a little bit i i think for me troyzan is probably the one who falls outside the top three is that fair yeah kind of like a fourth place finish well, just because he's been, he's been in a good position the whole game. He's had an idol the whole game. He's had the right friends. He's been on the right side of stuff. But, you know, it hasn't been edited in a way to make him look like he's done that much. I think he's won one immunity, right? Maybe two? Yes. Yeah, once. Um, uh, he won. So he's had a really good game. I, I, he, You know, he sounds like a third or fourth place finisher 
on a Survivor season, but they haven't given him room to shine as editors, which makes me think we're not going to see too much of him. Right. If they if they gave us a throw like a throwaway Troy's and win, um, I would be I'd be really mad about that. Um, I think that would be the, very odd editing. And I think in the preview. Um, when it showed Ty kind of crying, he was talking to Brad and Troyzan. So, right. I mean, maybe they could try and do like an all boys club and then the girls could do like an all girls club and see what happens. I don't know. That's just yeah. me talking those, out of nowhere. But Those divisions always seem like they're pulled out of nowhere. People who are mm-hmm. like, oh, we should do a girls alliance. Like, it, like maybe, maybe because of like the history of survivor being somewhat like bent towards the guys. That's like, that's a thing, but it always seems like people are trying to find some, any random way they can connect with people like, Oh, these three were on this one season together, like trying to create some sort of alliance out of thin air based on like some kind of baloney things we have in common. Um, seems like a, like a trend that I've seen throughout my survivors history. Um, yeah, and I am trying to figure out what what connects the any of these final six together. You know, Sari may have burned her bridge with Sarah this last week, and I thought that was maybe the strongest pair left. Right. Although Brad and Troyzan, even though we haven't gotten a lot of camera time of it, they've kind of had a couple conversations over I mean, the last been together the whole time. Four or five. Yeah, they're weeks. a duo yeah. for sure. So you can kind of see maybe just Aubrey and Ty budding up with one of those two groups um, and just seeing who gets dragged ahead kind of a deal. Mm-hmm. Sari and Brad are my two, three in my rankings. Uh, obviously, Sarah's number one. I've probably alluded yeah. to that already. Well, mm-hmm. just, you want to go through your ranking? Just go top to bottom? Yeah, mine's, mine's Sarah, Sari, Brad, Ty, Troyzan, Aubrey. Although I think I actually, I meant to flip Ty and Troyzan. Uh-huh. Okay, then ours is actually really similar. Um, I have Culpepper second, in, like over Suri. Um, I think last week probably put Suri in a really bad spot. Yeah, I think um, I got Sarah number one, Brad number two. I almost want to put Troyzan above Suri. I'm looking uh-huh. at my list, and I I think you could make a strange argument that Troyzan could sit at number three, and then Suri. And then Ty and Aubrey, some weird amalgamation of fifth and sixth together. Um, yeah. Just because they, Troyzan and Brad, I do think have a little alliance going. Um, but it really just depends. We're getting down to it. There's still three hidden idols in play. So if they don't win immunity, I think the thing is, if Ty wins immunity, then he can give an idol away. If Ty doesn't win immunity and gives an happen. idol away. I bet, oh. I, bet he, I bet the entire discussion of him giving away two is because he has immunity already. Spoiler alert. That makes alert. sense. Well, but then that would say, that would be for the second vote out, which, you know, that would be the only way to make, have that make sense. Probably. Well, here's the problem. Okay. <laughs> here's the problem with this final six and why I'm worried this is going to be a unsurprising, boring episode. You look at some combination of Brad, Sari, Troyzan, two, three, four. Try to picture a finale where one of them wins. Now... The only way Brad is going to win is if Sarah doesn't even make final three. Because I think if if they're there together, she's just played a better game than him. <laughs> so then you look at 
okay, maybe Sari and Sarah, but that's a really lopsided argument. Like, Troyzan and Sarah? Like, we just talked about Troyzan. Like, Aubrey or Ty is not going to beat her. I, you're left with this position where either Sarah has to get voted out before the final three, and you have a bunch of undeserving people, maybe, or at least uninteresting people, or yeah. you have a final three where Sarah's going to win. Because the editors have... I mean, I'd love to be proved wrong, but also I wouldn't because of what I'm saying right now. <laughs> but yeah. the editors have been so heavy-handed that I would really be shocked if anyone but Sarah won. And I've never... I haven't felt this obvious about a season in a while. It it, it almost makes me like pretty apathetic about the rest of the, the, the season because I'm so certain she's going to win that if she doesn't, it, it it will it will actually like piss me off. Because and if they she haven't does, made an argument exactly... as editors for anyone else deserving to win. That's right, what I'm saying. Right. That's a problem. And it does make Millennials vs. Gen X look like a better and better season as this one goes on. Because you remember going into the final three, we were all kind of like, "Wow, I like Adam, but it really could he might not win. It could be uh, I forget who he was against. Yeah, but well, I do was, remember was... thinking." That he might not win. Mm-hmm. It was against Hannah and Ken McNichol. <laughs> I, I remember right. we had we had real arguments like, does Ken have an argument? He was right. He was solid the whole game, and then he made his one big move. Actually, I'm looking at the standings now. Everyone except me put all their points on Ken McNichol. And oh really? To, to win? Yeah. <laughs> what? Which seems a little surprising now. But wow. It just usually there's at least two, maybe three people who you feel like could win, and I don't know. I just I'm very pessimistic going into this finale. I'll say that. All right, mm-hmm. I, I have a pitch for you, Ty. All right, we got to think oh, back. Here we go. <laughs> Ty Ty doesn't have the best strategy, or at least at least he says things so unconfidently and which such a confused puppy look on his face that it doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing but i was looking over this season as a whole he made two pretty big moves already um he vote he got rid of caleb his closest friend and ally who i think he was in his wedding or at wedding like they're actually very good friends in real life Who's ty that? helped caleb ty was at caleb's wedding oh, oh. um and he was a big part of the orchestrator to get rid of Caleb because he saw Caleb as a liability to him because they knew they were so close. So that was a positive move he made. Also, I can't remember what vote it was, but he blocked... Was it Andrea he blocked going home early by giving her an idol um, and saving her before he found these other two? I'm, I'm no, trying to remember... Sierra. These, yeah, it, was I think Sierra. it was Sierra. Okay. So he could make it if he if he can cognitively come up with this. He's made two big moves, and held on to two idols, which are going to guarantee him in the top four. Yeah. So if he can if he can play up that he's just kind of the the village idiot, make it to top three, and then bring it all together and say, look, I made basically four giant moves this season. It's a good pitch. It's a good won, argument, at least. He also won an immunity. Yeah. yeah. He won immunity. He's been on 
um, some winning tribes. He was at, he ran around naked at the Marshalls Island Marshalls retreat for Marshalls. Guys, secretly, I really want Ty to be this intelligent and realize that he's had a good game, but it's not been edited to show like he's had a good game. You kind of have to dig deep. Yeah. Probably because he's on my fantasy team. Stupid. But right, and I'm not going to try to argue that he's not. Here's the positive argument for Ty. He, he is smart and understands everything, but they make it look like he doesn't because he doesn't speak English that well. Part two, he overthinks everything and he talks through every possibility and they just pull out the parts of the that he says that sound ridiculous. So I, I there's not there's an argument for it. I can see it. Mm-hmm. As much time as we've spent talking about how bad he is on this podcast. I know. He's been in last place all season, but I really I want him to I at least want him to make top three and see if he can put together that he did have a somewhat decent season. Uh, a quick, quick uh, additional proposal on that on that uh, train of thought. Do y'all actually think that the that the tribal council, um, what are they called? The Senate, jury? the jury, the Senate. Um, yeah, it's the Senate. The the Senate of the United States. Do you think that the jury will genuinely pick someone based on gameplay? Do you think there is actually any hurt feelings up there about Sarah's constant, like, getting people out? Like, do you think Sierra's pissed? The only person I could see being irresponsibly angry is Debbie. Because Debbie seems kind of irrational. But I think that it's a season of Game Changers, and I choose to believe that they all are very knowledgeable of the game and they know what good gameplay is and mm-hmm. they will recognize that. And we've definitely seen a trend in recent years toward juries just picking the person who played the best. And I I'd, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'd be surprised if a lot of people held anger toward Sarah. Okay. Ty yeah, made the final I, three I think... before, by the way, in the Aubrey season. He did. I think we also have to remember that they cast their votes when they're still there so they've not seen the season so sierra may legitimately have not had a clue that sarah sent her home until two weeks ago that's true i don't i mean they they can talk about it with each other but they can't tell everyone yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. so it's it's interesting because we now get to see it and we have to remember that like they're just their one person running around so we're seeing conversations that some people have no clue even took place in you know so i think we get we granted we get to see what the editors want to show us but in generally i think they show us important conversations that at least create drama and as far as the game changer thing goes i think the jury everyone's so into being the game changer i think they'll be able to put away um how bitter they are and make the proper vote which is sarah so give me your final predictions i want final three and I want winner. Final oh. three. All right, I'll go. I'll go. I think final three. I've got Sarah, Brad, and Troyzan. And I think the winner's going to be Sarah. All right. Um, I'm pretty similar. I'm going Sarah, Culpepper, and I think they're going to bring Ty. I think Culpepper is going to see Ty as an easy way to narrow the amount of people he's competing against. I think Troyzan's a little bit too much of a of a threat for him. Um, and I see him taking Ty, not Ty's, in it, like at his mercy 
based on what's going to happen in this upcoming episode? Um, it's going to be Sarah, Aubrey, and Brad, and Aubrey's going to win. I'm just kidding. It's going to be <laughs> Sarah, Sari, and Ty, I think, and oh. Sarah is going to win. That, that's going to be like a very uninteresting final three. I don't think, think it's going to be an interesting final three regardless of who makes it, but surprise me. Surprise me, it, Jeff. It could be Ty, Aubrey, and Troy's Ann. Yeah, that would be so interesting. <laughs> that actually would be interesting. I would love to see them try to pitch of how their games were so great like to a jury that's that just knows they were behind the scenes the whole time, like coattail writers. That is yeah. a situation where Ty might actually win. If that Ty can exciting. put together the argument. All but... right, I'm rooting for that. I'm rooting for that now. I want the final three to be Aubrey, <laughs> Ty, and Troy Zan. Uh, well, if everyone gets scared and just bands together like they've been doing the last few weeks, it could happen. Vote out all the strong people. All right, y'all. We're going to have a big post-finale pod. It's going to be super fun. Did that sound fun? <laughs> that oh, sounded I'm like so the excited. most boring thing. I think we might have a special guest for the finale podcast. We'll see. We're, we're, we're trying. But either yeah. way, we'll be back. Hopefully, this, uh, the finale will surprise us. But any last words? Um, not totally based about the finale, but did you guys hear they released the theme for the next season? Ooh. I did not. This is a good note to end on, Ty. You did, yeah. Um, so it is Triple H, Healers, Wait, Heroes. wait, 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 stop. Uh, wait, okay. I heard you say Healers. Levi, guess what the other two H's are. Um, Heroes, because I heard that one too. Uh. And it's gotta be like like uh hotheads or hecklers or h- hell <laughs> that's wow, where that's they're actually, playing you're so probably you're right, right. What it is, is it? What's, what's the third healers one? heroes and hustlers oh Ooh. i really thought hotheads was gonna be i like hotheads would be that would have been good have but, they announced the cast yet uh i haven't seen a cast announcement but it's 18 again they're going down to 18 because there's gonna be three tribes and I think tribe. when I think their casting call, it said they were looking for like school teachers, firefighters, policemen, police women, and managers, basically business world people. So oh, wait, they're still casting for it? No, they've already filmed the season. Oh. But when they put out the casting, the casting call and description, that's the kind of people they were supposedly looking for. We need to find where they put out these casting calls. Yeah, journalists, anybody. It's 2017. We need journalists more than ever on TV doing journalists, not journalism. Stay-at-home dads. I think that could be good. So is it? It's going to be all new people. Is that the word? That's that's the initial word that I saw um, today when I was doing some research for this episode. But yeah, so we have that to look forward to. But before that, we got to get through the finale. Hopefully, get through is not <laughs> what it feels like. But we'll see. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for coming back. I hope you're ready for the finale. I hope you're just as excited as we're not. And <laughs> I hope that it's good. I, it's going to be a lot of hours, so I really hope that it's entertaining. All right. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next week, and we'll know who the winner of Survivor 34 is. That's 34, Levi. Bye, <laughs>
Foxworthy Podcast.